Welcome back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. This week, our subject is the call of wisdom. This is actually our first lesson in the summer quarter of 2020, and we're going to jump right into it. I like this picture here because it asks the question, how do you fill your knowledge with wisdom? So do you get your wisdom from, and it lists verses here um, that you can look at and notice. And um, like over in the corner, it says envy and deceit, Romans 1.29. The good things of God, Psalms 65 and 4. Righteousness, Psalms 48 and 10. So today we are jumping right into Proverbs. So the purpose of Proverbs is noted in the chapter one, actually verse two, to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the word of understanding. So as you, as any time in life, you got to have a theme. So what thing is common to you that you tend to look at? How you like these phrases here? In over my head, out of my element can't get my head around it coming up short just thread and water not up to the task so the things appear to be a feeling of inadequacy or incompetency I know I have many times I have said some of those things in my head you know um, I'm just threading water um, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, one thing I like is that's above my pay grade uh, that's when you actually are feeling kind of incompetent. So have you ever felt that way before? And basically, we all have at times, we feel unqualified, unprepared, incompetent to address a task. And that's actually what we're going to be looking at, how we can overcome that feeling from this lesson. Okay, the first thing is the book. Proverbs 1 and 1 through 4, we so, notice who the author is, Solomon. He's actually the song of David. He is the king of Israel. And then I already have mentioned verse 2. But if you notice, just a reiteration of that, verse 3 and 4, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equality. If you notice that, how it lumps all that together. And then in the next verse, verse 4, is to give subtlety to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion discretion so the simple have reference to youth um, and what you're doing is given the subtlety is actually more of like the thing that is known the this the discretion uh, sometime a person might be so naive and what you're doing is bringing that knowledge and removing that nativity, that thing that is actually making him not understand. So if I was going to promote Proverbs, and I would tell everyone it's a must read. The wise king, he offers information that everyone needs today. It goes to how you treat others fairly, to helping uh, tips to making sound decisions. 
So this is a question I want you to think about as we go through the next outline. What steps can we take to ensure that we not only hear, but also apply God's wisdom? So the first verse is verse seven. So we're still in the first chapter, verse seven. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge for fools despise wisdom and instruction. If you notice there, that word fear, that fear does not mean I'm afraid, but the fear have reference to I'm revving, I'm wishing, I'm acknowledging, I'm giving credence, the fear of the Lord. Once I establish, and if you notice, that is the capital L-O-R-D, and that is Yahweh. Um, that is the one and only God. So I got to have fear for him. Once I have reverence for him, that is the beginning of knowledge. And then if you notice, we never leave out the human instruction. Notice here, it says, my son, hear the instruction of my father and forsake not the law of my mother. Again, the parental guidance is so important in bringing up youth. They have to have that guidance. And then there's potential opposition. This is actually peer pressure. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. And we as youth and each one that is listening to this, uh, if you're an adult, you have you totally understand what peer pressure is. And that's all this is saying. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Now we're going to introduce wisdom. If you notice here in verse 20, this is a powerful outreach. Notice how Solomon writes this. Wisdom crieth out, crieth without. She utters her voice in the street. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the opening of the gates. In the city, she uttered her words saying, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorn and fools hate knowledge. Now, now wisdom is referred to as a female. And what it's saying in the first two verses is that it's crying out, it's yelling out, it's in the streets, it's in, in the streets have reference to, you know, that the gate places, the, the chief place and where those decisions are being made. And if you think about in our community and what is happening around America now, um, uh, wisdom is actually crying out in forms of um, in form of the different, e not riots, I don't want to say riots, peaceful demonstration. That's the word I'm looking for. Wisdom is crying out. And then notice it's verse 22. How long, you simple ones? A lot of times we think of that as youth, but simple ones can easily be, it can be an adult, but they have a simple mindset, an adult that that that's only doing thing that is self-fulfilling. That is a simple mindset. And then notice the end of that fools hate knowledge. And then the promising offering, which is verses 32 and 33. And here is if you continue down your simple ways and you avoid here in the direction of the wisdom, it says, prosperity of a fool shall destroy them. 
And if you think about that, if all you're doing is setting the pace for you to get more, prospering, get more money, get more things, it's going to ultimately destroy you. For whosoever hearkens unto me shall dwell safely. That's what, that's what wisdom is saying. And shall be quiet from the fear of evil. So, if I were promoting Proverbs, how will you describe the basic point of the books of Proverbs? So, so Solomon is actually teaching that there is a right way and a wrong way. He's reverenced God. That's where it says fear of the Lord. And his word is a starting point for everything worth knowing. And most of all, parental advice is, is very prevalent. But peer pressure is discounted. In other words, peer pressure can leave you. So how does the instruction of the book is different from the advice of other sources? Other sources entice you to have the cynicism, uh, promises that one way is no better than the other. Proverb is different. So basically what it's saying is other books, other things tell you, do what feels right. But Solomon assures his readers that knowledge based on the fear, that is again, fear of the Lord will lead to a godly life and will follow the crown. Is a while following the crown is a path of failure. So falling down that simplicity, falling down that selfish intent, falling down that feel good, I'm gonna do it in a way, is a path of failure. So what is one step? you need to take to be more fully submitted to God. Now, something to think about. What is one step you can get from this lesson that you can be fully committed, submitted, correction, fully submitted to God? And I have a conclusion. Practice what you preach. And if you actually read Romans 2, 18 through 24, you'll notice that, that it's telling you different things. For instance, and if I just read, it says, do you say do not commit adultery? Do you commit adultery? If you are hard idols, do you rob temples? You who make your boast in the law, do you dishonor God through breaking the law? For the name of God is blaspheme among the Gentiles because of you, as it is written. You know, that is, I read to you Romans 2 verses um, 22, 23. But that, look at that. So, and trying to complete this sentence right here. I know that a Christian should, but too often I'm tempted to. So why is it so important for us to model biblical wisdom and all aspects of our lives? And that's why I want to end with practice what you preach and your thought for today thought to remember is fear the Lord and learn wisdom. Thank you. See you in Sunday school.